0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Weekly Slab number 11. My name is Aaron, your host for today. Uh, it is just me. There is no Nate this week because he was at the Topps Series 1, the premier party out in Los Angeles, California. Uh, Nate, lucky enough to get an invite from Topps to go out there. Really, really cool. Uh looked like that they had some awesome times out there in Los Angeles, and we will be having uh, some video from that coming out very soon, we hope, um, on the trip, the interviews that Nate got to do, what it was about, uh, the new product itself, and we, we will be talking about the new 2022 Top Series 1 product in today's video, of course. I will also imagine that Nate would be doing a Dane Corners podcast this Friday uh, on the podcast network for Slabstocks through uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, all about the premiere party and the 2022 Top Series 1 release, but I'll touch on it a bit today. Other topics I'll be talking about today is going to be the Super Bowl fallout, uh, either good or bad. There's a lot of bad. There's some good. So please stay tuned to hear about that. It's rather interesting to see uh, how the market changes after the big game um, because it is, it does matter and you can use that to predict the events in the future for other big events too, because they do all kind of interact the same. And then we will also be talking about the two new tops releases. One is going to be obviously 2022 uh, top series one baseball. The other one will be formula one, 2021 tops formula one the first paper product for formula one from top. So it's rather interesting. We need to talk about that. Then we will also be doing our Flip Quest 2022 segment, plus we will have a Who's Hot, Who's Not at the end. And then on top of that, there will be a Small Slab Stocks FC segment talking about the Champions League and Bappe's goal and uh, what's to come in the future as the rounds progress. I'm super excited about that one. So let's hop into today's episode and start with some Super Bowl fallout. So our first piece to look at with the Super Bowl fallout is going to be the Joe Burrow market. So as everyone knows, Joe Burrow's cards have been insanely hot over the last three months um for good reason i mean took his team to the super bowl with not really any expectations to do that and uh, that always adds for a super hype market tons of prices rising uh but when you don't win the big game and when the season does finally come to the end and even if he did win win the big game stuff went up in price so much you know they could have fallen anyways but this time it's a lot more than just a little bit you know cards start to fall so here we are on card ladder pro looking at his market uh there is 83 total cards tracked by carlera pro of course there are thousands of joe burrow cards created um if you do want to see all this info too by the way carlera pro there is a link in the description for a seven day free trial i really do urge you to try it out it is an excellent platform there's tons of data to break down the sales history tool, which I will show you in a little bit, too. Uh, it's really life changing for a card collector or data analyst or just someone that likes to look at data, uh, specifically card data, because it does really combine all the different sales data history from all these different platforms and puts it in one place. You can search and see all that. Uh, but we'll focus on Joe Burrow's ladder right here, because this is going to show us based on weekly change, the cards are decreasing the most. Um, you got a couple of raw cards right here. that are down 55 to 60% mosaic silver and green, but we're not going to focus on those on the raw ones. We're just going to keep scrolling here. And the first card we're going to look at is the 2020. This is the select field level PSA 10 uh, silver. Of course, field levels and court sides in basketball used to be super rare and basketball court sides are definitely more rare than field levels in football, but this uh, is currently a pop 184 for the PSA 10s uh, of this select field level silver. And they, obviously printed a lot of select this year with it going to retail as well but this card right now the last sold for 951 dollars on february 14th so if you think about what february 14th was is the day after the super bowl um right now car ladder estimated value which takes into account all of joe burrow's market and how it's changing and since february 14th it looks at how much the overall market has dropped and it's or or rose but in this case dropped and it says that currently the card ladder values 880 dollars so let's just keep going down to this chart, and we're going to look at the three-month chart for all these different cards, because it will also include, obviously, the Rise of Burrow cards into the middle of January, and then this, uh, the the fall that comes after it. So this is what's going on here for this particular card. It started out around $784 on November 17th, it peaked at $2,600, which is an insane amount for this card, and now you can just see the steep drop-off right here, uh, down to 951 like I said, the last sale sale before that was 1375. The one before that was 1600. If you look at the 951, that returns to the value of what it was at pretty much middle of January, January 19th, it was 1025. January 15th, it was 11 or 1100. So they played the Raiders on the 15th. And basically now these prices are just as if they've never won a single playoff game or went to the Super Bowl and they're, they're the same. So they they jumped like crazy on this particular card and dropped down again. Um, this is a super steep drop from the peak. It's over 50% drop, which is massive. Um, but for this particular card, maybe the offseason worth a of pickup if it drops even a little bit more as more get graded. That's something to look out for. The pop growth uh on CarLadder Pro is insane to look at because it tracks it. You know, this has got October seventh, 2021. There's 97 PSA 10s uh, in the PSA 10 pop report, and now there's 184. So that's like a double growth. And I would not be surprised if it goes even further from here. So, you know, it might start to level off pretty soon. But obviously, it did jump up a bit over the last month. But keep that in mind when looking at Joe, Joe Burrow cards over the offseason. Uh, the next one we're, we are going to look at is, in fact, his 2020 National Treasures. This is the PSA 9 uh, RPA, numbered out of 99. If you remember this card when we were doing our PWCC, our Flip Quest 2022 live stream on Sunday of the actual Super Bowl one of these cards, the PSA 9 with the 10 autograph was ending, and it sold at, let me scroll down on this chart, sold at $84,000, which was an all-time high for this card. Any grade publicly sold, and now it is worth $55,000 as of the day after the Super Bowl. Now, the only reason why it's fifty-five dollars is because it took into account two different sales. One was a $40,100 auction, uh, which sold on eBay via Scene. And then the other was a $71,000 best offer that was accepted through a PWCC vault, which came right after the $84,000 sale through the PWCC weekly auction this past Sunday night. Now, there were a couple bids that came in the night of the auction for this one that sold at 84K, but most of the bids were placed leading up to the Super Bowl. Um, So there was like one or two bids that came in the night of the Super Bowl when they lost. But to see one now sell for $40,000 by eBay, I'm not going to lie. $40,000 $40,000 card selling through eBay not really a great idea in my mind. Um, you know, obviously you got the one that sold for 71k through the PWCC Vault marketplace or the fixed price marketplace which probably whoever bought that was like, "Oh, I'm getting a deal." The one just sold for 84k la- last night like, yeah, it's a worse patch as you can see here if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on podcast, it's mostly a, a white patch with just some black in it. Uh the one that sold for 84k was three color with a little black showing but white and orange mostly. And then the one that sold for 40000 was just a lot of white and then a little orange. So, in reality, the one that sold for $84,000 did have the best patch, which I'm sure did a attribute to that massive sale. But um, regardless of how you look at, $84,000 to like an average value of fifty five k, that's a big drop. That's a really, really big drop. And that's in a very short amount of time. That's within a day. So, that one's struggling badly now. And then the 2020 Prism Silver PSA 9, of course, this is a much more commonly traded card. It's now worth under $500 with a trending down as the estimated value is now 437, uh, the last sale is 472. If you look at the chart here, it peaked at 9.90 on February 3rd. Like I said, all the way down to 472, it just basically dropped off a cliff and uh, yeah, pretty much throughout the entire July it was kind of rising up there and now this value has pretty much returned to like I said around January 12th, January 18th, somewhere in that range. Um, and that's basically what we're looking at is the overall trend of the borough market is that all the prices, and we'll show one more time here. This is the last Joe Burrow card we'll look at. We know we talked about Joe Burrow a lot over the last two months, but it's been hard not to because his cards were trending the most now, they're dropping the most. This contenders all to PSA 9 last sold was 2789. If you look back at it, that's about the same value it was between January 15th and January 18th. Um, so all of his cards here, at least the ones we're looking at right here, I know that there's a lot more than just these four. There's a lot more than just 84 cards, which are the ones that are tracked through Card Ladder Pro. But as for these, they're all returning to the values of basically before the NFL playoffs. I don't know how that makes you think about it. Like, man, should we think about Joe Burrow and the Bengals the same now that we did before the playoffs even started? I'd say no. But basically the recipe for disaster here, at least now, is when cards rise this fast. I mean, we we're talking three months ago. This thing was worth eight hundred and fifty to you know a thousand dollars, and it goes all the way up to four to five thousand dollars. And something happens that makes people not want to just feverishly like throw money at their cards. They drop, and they drop really fast at that. And this is a prime example of it. That if you were holding Burrow cards, and it's not just Joe Burrow. This happens with other players too. You gotta know when you want to sell. Now, there's people out there who are buying Joe Burrow because they just want to hold him for the next 10 years and they're trying to find anything rare. You know, cool with me, that's fine. And, you know, you do what you want to do. If you're collecting, you're collecting them. Um, But when it comes to, like, actually is buying and selling and if your goal is to buy it low and sell it high, you really got to be selling leading to the Super Bowl because even if they did win, the small amount of return that would come from that uh, because there was so much expectation that they had the chance to win is gonna be really small, so I would urge you to think about this in situations that are coming up in the future. If it's NBA Finals, we saw LeBron's cards drop after the bubble finals. Giannis uh, you know, did pretty well, but they they did drop a little bit too uh, throughout the summer. Or more importantly, in my mind, it's going to be either the Champions League final coming up here in May. I think that it's played in May. And then in November, it's the World Cup. And obviously, a lot of people know I'm a huge soccer fan. And yes, I have soccer cards. And yes, I buy soccer cards today still. We just bought Mbappe Kaboom PSA 9 through weekly auction number 4 with PWCC on Sunday. Uh, Because I do believe in Mbappe. I do believe in the World Cup and the Champions League and everything. But just know this is going to be pretty similar to what we saw at the Super Bowl. There's going to be a lot of hype building up for the World Cup. But it's going to be much more than just a few teams. Uh, there's going to be many players that are talked about. There's going to be many national teams that are talked about, many cards rising in price. Um, and I think that the best time to sell is going to be before the World Cup for mostly everyone, outside of the few players that critically change their legacies from the World Cup, which it could be an Mbappe. Um, it could be a Messi if, the, if he does get a World Cup, you know. But who really knows what's going to happen? None of us do. So if you do want to capture profit, and if it's sitting there, Might be worth taking it in like a July, in an August if the World Cup is in November like it is. Uh, Maybe it's even in June if you really want to sell early. And I'm not saying June is the best time to sell or July or August. I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm just trying to apply these same principles going forward. Now we have to look at the other side of the ball with the Rams and Matthew Stafford here. So he didn't win Super Bowl MVP, but some of his cards are still trending up in value. It makes sense. I mean... 12 years in Detroit, doing not much at all. Don't have any playoff wins. Come to the Rams, win a Super Bowl. This market has also been super hot over the past three months. Uh, some of the top trenders here, they're, they trade quite frequently. Some auctions go high, like a raw card. They're just not, in my opinion, it's kind of a graph that's tough to really gauge. But this one right here, the Matthew Stafford, this is the Rookie Patch Auto from SP Authentic, number 499. Um, this one as well went through some massive jump here, like up to 1575 on January 31st. It could have been because of i don't know a super good patch that sold or something but if you kind of just take out that outlier and look here it goes from 834 to 960 to 960 sorry 860 to 960 and then drops down to 425 on february 11th Uh, maybe like a one color patch it's a raw card it could have been damaged who knows um but then really now the last one sold for 1030 so in the past week we've got like a 37 price and rise in price here 37 percent rise in price And um, looking pretty good for some Stafford cards selling out there. Some are selling really hot. Some are not so hot. So basically, if I go here and I flip it to the most decreasing cards of Matthew Stafford, and we look at this 2009 Topps Chrome Blue Refractor PSA 10, it's a really nice color match for the Lions there. And the blue does obviously match the Rams colors. It does not look so good over the last three months, really. I mean, if you go back to November 19th, it's 1,925. Then you get a rise up to 2,900 on January 31st. But since then, every price has just fallen since. I mean, 2,600 on February 5th, down to 1,814, low rise up to 1,932 on February 12th before the Super Bowl. And then they win in an auction sells for 1,130. I think this too applies. There's so many Matthew Stafford cards that were either getting listed, selling on auction the night of the Super Bowl. Even if you do hold all the way through the Super Bowl, there's going to be so many cards floating in the market. Is there really going to be enough buyers to outweigh it? That's the question. You know, either way, I think if it were me and I had Stafford and Burrow cards leading up to the Super Bowl, I would have sold, no matter who I thought was winning. If I had Burrow and I really thought he was going to win, I still would have sold. If I had Stafford and thought he was going to win, I would have sold also. So, I think it's just good to keep in mind that really big events are so much hype. There's so much attention. That's like just the pinnacle of attention for a quarterback is going to be the Super Bowl. Selling before it seems to be the best option. And that's what I would have went with. And that's what I think going forward is good to think about um, to actually capitalize on those moments. Moving on to our next player, we are going to look at a couple Cooper Cup cards that have sold big since the Super Bowl. So right now we are looking at the sales history on Card Ladder. Like I said, this is decades of sales history combined between eBay, PWCC, Leland, Golden. Golden. There's just so many different places at MySlabs that add into the sales history tool. And we are looking at Right now, all of the currently selling or most current selling cards, and a lot of these are coming by eBay because those are generally the only auctions that are ending at 1 o'clock here on a Wednesday. I'm recording this. Uh, But let's go and find Cooper Cup because we can just go go into the search bar, look up Cooper Cup, and it's going to show us the uh, most recent selling Cooper Cup cards. But I don't really want to see 2021 Spectra die cuts. I'm just going to go and look at cards that have sold at over $1,000 since the super bowl so january 5th or february 15th not january uh this rpa number at 25 here sold by ebay best offer for 1750 that's of uh, national treasures there was an out of five nt uh that is the laundry tag patch autograph with the nike swoosh on it so for 1250 uh, we have a prism gold mojo i have 10 psa ten. This over 2602 by ebay auction uh, and then there's a couple other pretty cool things here but this is what i want to point out was the National Treasures 2017. This is the RPA gold foil numbered out of 10. That's over 2,500 on February 14th by eBay Best Offer the day after the Super Bowl. So a really cool feature here to go and look at the sales history. You can do this with any player, uh, any player you want or can think of. Like right now, I can just go and type in Giannis let's you know, show me all the most recently selling cards and it will actually show you the best offer price too. If you try to look this up on eBay, it's not going to tell you how much it's actually sold for, uh, this 2014 Panini patch auto, or maybe it's is no 2013 Panini rookie patch auto at uh, 25 and be just over $3,000, like probably as we're recording this episode. And it's just a really awesome tool to see all these different sales from all these different players. So, Cup did win the MVP for the Super Bowl. Incredible season we talked about it, uh, on the live stream. But Aaron Donald had an amazing game, and he did pretty much have the game-ending um, pressure on Joe Burrow. And here are the over thousand-dollar Aaron Donald cards, which is crazy because he is a defensive tackle, and we don't see defensive player cards sell for an insane amount a lot of the times. But PSA ten refractor auto out of one hundred and fifty sold for one thousand seven hundred fifty as a PSA ten. His National Treasures rookie auto of ninety-nine. This is a sticker, uh, sold for twelve hundred in a perfectly timed ebay auction on um, boat well this was an ebay auction the gold kaboom out of 10 psa 9 sold for 5100 but right below that the one of one psa 8 this is out of 2021 absolute the green kaboom sold for 15 grand best offer on ebay um just some insane sales right there really crazy for a defensive player but i mean he really did make a difference. I don't know if they win the Super Bowl without him. Uh, they probably don't. And there we go. That's some crazy defensive tackle sales. So, one of the two new releases we're talking about in this episode is the 2022 Top Series 1 release, the first baseball product of the year. Uh, it does feature Wander Franco's first baseball rookie card via Tops. And it is a very softer product for that specific reason um, is that one of Franco's rookie is in here. So 2022 tops features the first ever release of first edition series one. Uh, We've seen first edition come out way back in 2003 for basketball, but more recently for the baseball products, you know, Bowman draft first edition, Bowman first edition. There's not been any tops first edition like series two or update or anything or series one until now. And we had 2022 top series one uh, first edition boxes released to Montgomery club members, uh, for like $350 a box. I think that they got a limit of two and now they're selling for 650 on eBay. This one sold for 550. Um, this next one sold for 550 also. So these boxes, you know, I'm not exactly sure what's guaranteed in them. What's not, I know that you can get some color parallels. Nate actually got to open one of these packs at the premier party in, uh, LA. And I know he pulled a green Omar Narva- Narvaez, the Brewers catcher. Um, but I'm sure that Wonder Franco's card, cards out of these first edition boxes, if, especially if they're color parallels, you're going to sell like crazy. Print run might be kind of limited, I was hearing. I don't have the stats to back that up right now, uh, but it'll definitely be more limited than the overall 2022 top Series 1 release. There will be a lot, a lot, a lot of Series 1 boxes and packs and retail out there. So if you do not get any Series 1 right away um, and you go to eBay and maybe prices are selling really high or people are, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out, buying boxes for too much, Just be patient. Uh, There is going to be so much of that stuff releasing because Wander Franco's rookie card. Uh, Not only that, but production has been going up these last few years. 2021 top series one. There's so much printed of that. I know you can find it on shelves. I know hobby boxes were not really that expensive. The rookie class, while it was good overall, you know, baseline, it's just that none of those guys really played super well um, in their first rookie season. But for this product, I mean, Wander Franco is a chase, and they will be selling off the shelves is the thing, I'm sure, just because people want to open packs and see if they can get a Wander. I mean, who wouldn't want to? Uh, that is really the chase. And it's such a chase because we are seeing – I'm going to just search really quick here on this uh, sales history feature. Um, we are looking at foils of Franco. So this is his foil rainbow rookie card that just sold for 250 today on the 16th. And that's not the only one that sold for 250 This one sold for 170 250 here a gold foil so for 600 now gold foils used to be limited to just out of hobby in 2000 or jumbo hobby in 2020 and there's an estimated estimate print run in 2020 of around 700 now i have to expect that that's more this year just based off how they're printing more uh but even just normal foils here 200 130 250 like that is a crazy amount for a normal foil to tease foils from 2019 raw right now around like 125 150 now i know that people have graded you know to tease foils so maybe the ones that are selling raw are all damaged or PSA 8s or whatever you want to say but anyway you slice it up the production run in the last two years is definitely on jacked up well i guess three sets now there would be three sets ago that tatis released in series two but uh production jacked up um i would not expect this to sell for 200 very long I don't know what's going to what's going to level off at so i don't want to make a big prediction and then it sells higher or it sells way lower all i know is that i can pretty much confidently say that'll be worth less than 200 250 dollars let's say in two weeks there should be a lot of this stuff getting ripped a lot of these cards getting listed a lot of them selling on auction which is going to end up driving the price down um there'll be a lot more foils than those tatises, that's for sure now with this release it's tricky it is really tricky because I know everyone wants Wander Franco rookies. Base rookies are currently selling for like 30 to 35, 30 to $35. Um, but there's a lot out there. Like you look at 2019 Top Series 2 Tatis rookies, and they're selling for around like $20, $25 raw. But then you look at 2020 Top Series 1 Bo Bichette rookies, and those are selling for like a dollar. So the print run really did get multiplied fast. And trust me, I know Tatis is like the face of baseball. Bichette is not the face of baseball. He's like the second best player in his team behind Vlad. I get it. But that's a huge price difference, like massive price difference. And I know Franco is going to be closer to the Tatis range than the Bichette range. But you just got to keep in mind that print runs really have gone cranked up here over the last three years. So I just don't want people to look at Tatis-based rookies and say, Whoa, $25, Franco is going to be the next Tatis or better, $25, you know. They are selling for that right now. If you pull one, I'd recommend selling it. You could get it graded, I guess. By the time it gets back from grading, you're probably going to lose money on that, be, even if you get, like, let's say an SGC 10 or PSA 9 or PSA 10. If you do want to wait that long and pay that much, $50 a card is a lot on a base rookie like that. Um, just take it as a hidden wording, I guess. That's my only point there. Now, a new insert this year that came out is going to be the 2022 tops. This is the Home Field Advantage. Now, I'm going to pull this thing up on the screen here, and we're going to look at these cards and we're saying, say, hmm, what do they look like? So it's got home field advantage right in the bottom. there, kind of in the middle or bottom middle above the name. It's got a lot of different city like vibes. Like for Bryce Harper here, it's got a, you know, scroll. that says we, the people on it's got a Liberty bell. It's got, it looks like a Philly cheesesteak on it, but this obviously screams panini downtown. Um, these are rare. So these home field advantage inserts uh, shout scotty B on Instagram, uh baseball content guy. He's posting about these. One in every two hundred and twenty-eight packs, I think it was, and that's one per case. So they are rare. I mean, to get a one of every player, I think it's a twenty-player set. You have to open twenty cases. About oh, and that is if you get this, you know, a unique player each time. But my point here is, is that finally Topps has released a rare insert. They have not had any inserts in their last flagship releases, Series One, Series Two, an update people really want chase and pay good money for get them graded try to sell them then actually go chase packs to get inserts like it's just not a thing with tops but now they release these now there's a couple things here one i am not a huge fan of just straight up copying what panini does with downtown i know that people are excited about these i know that they look cool i know that there's cool players in them. the tatis one's really cool i'm gonna try to pull up the tatis one if you're a yankees fan there's an aaron judge one that says all rise on it but I'm just gonna keep scrolling here as I'm talking and get to this Tatis one because he's got like a there it is he's got like a Padres chain on it. It's pretty sweet actually. It says El Nino on it. Um, but my thing about these these inserts is for them for them to be selling for this much, you know, like the Tatis selling for 250, uh, Judge was like 125 or something. I feel like you got to just like get some creativity and make your own thing. Um, and Topps hasn't been able to do that in the past. Make their own insert case hit that's really chaseable. And they kind of did this year, but they also did it by just ripping Panini off by making this home field advantage insert. Um, they're gonna go over well. I'm sure people are gonna want to rip them and get them and, and grade them. And I, I think that they're cool. It's just like
1: it's
0: mm, give me a little bit of creativity and come up with something more unique, uh, because it, it really is a direct rip-off of downtown for Panini that they released for basketball through studio and then cornerstones and now one and one. But in the end finally this is a bright spot that there is an insert to chase out of the flagship tops product so when it comes to cards to chase out of this set like i said the base are may print in high quantities i'm sure the foils will too um you're looking right here at the gold parallel fernando tatis jr is serial number of 2022 so for 30 bucks but you know it's a was that fourth year card now for, ta- for fernando tatis jr but my whole point here is that when you're chasing cards from series one it really does come down to scarcity. Now, it's going to be hard to hit these cards when you're trying to rip product like hobby boxes or jumbo hobby because they're making so much of it. The the number of parallels are just so much more scarce now. But when it comes to buying the cards, you, know, you really want to focus on that. Plus, the Independence Days, the Mother's Day pink, the Father's Day blue, the camo, the black, you know, those parallels are really sought after. Um, the only problem is that they're hard to hit if you are ripping. But my point here is is that Series 1 in general, it is a product that they put out there to get people into ripping baseball cards. It's the first set of the year. Yes, as Juan Franco's first rookie, but just tread lightly because there are only a select few of my cards in this set that really do carry value long-term. Um, and it is a serial number of cards or potentially the gold foil S you know, short print Um, if they are rare enough this year. So it's, like I said, just be careful when buying cards don't pay too high out of the gate. Cause there's surely going to be a lot of cards out there to buy from 2022 top series one. Now, the next set that's releasing or released on uh, Wednesday that I want to talk about is 2021 Topps Formula 1. This is the first year, like I said, that they released a paper set for this product. Last year, they released the first Topps Formula 1 cards, and it was Topps Chrome and Dynasty, really. And now they came out with a paper set. So as you're looking at here, this is one of the cheaper boxes that is available on eBay for $475 or best offer. Now, that price seems crazy. I mean, if you think about paper product for baseball... I'm talking like 80 dollars, or like 130 when it releases depending on the class or who, which players are in it um i know that formula one product is super hot the top scrum from last year now is like two thousand dollars a hobby box but for a paper product to release that doesn't have any guaranteed autographs in it doesn't have the first release ever of the Verstappen or the hamilton cards um it just seems wild to me now i'm not like super well-versed in this first or in this new set, the 2021 top set talking about like, Ooh, what young guys are in there, or which potential rookie cards are in here. I'm just thinking about face value. It's a paper set. They're going to be releasing tops Chrome with the exact same set. And it's 400 and some dollars a hobby box right now. That just seems like an insane amount. I was hoping this product would be like $100 $200. Um, it just seems like a lot for it not being the first year formula one, but there is some more digging into. So let's go and look at some sales. So far, the only real sale of a card out of this box or this set is this Lewis Hamilton Aqua numbered out of 199 Now, there has been some base for stoppings that have been listed on eBay, the paper ones. But this Hamilton here out of 199 it's like an Aqua Parallel. It sold for $350. Um, There's a lot of money for a paper parallel that's not the first-year set, not chrome, not refractor, not any of that stuff. Um, I know it's numbered, but still seems like a lot. Um, and if you see here, I mean, this is taking the Topps baseball design from 2021 and the set is called 2021 uh, when, you know, when you looked at the eBay boxes, it also said 2021 Tops Formula One. Now, if you think about it right here, it's February 16th, February 17th, 2022, and the 2022 Formula One season is starting in like a month. March 20th is the first race. So this set just is releasing, but 2021 based off of the previous season's drivers and teams um if, if you think about it, the 2020 tops chrome formula one set had Sergio Perez not in his current Red Bull team when they released that box that also released was on the previous season's drivers uh or the teams that they were with I just don't really understand and I get that releases can get pushed back with COVID and stuff but it just feels like releasing in this set like a month before the 2022 season comes but this is the first 2021 tops formula one product because all the other stuff was 2020 it just doesn't add up in my mind like it, it the release calendars isn't really working for me and i just i just don't really understand it um because you're gonna have Top's Chrome 2021 now releasing when the new 2022 season has started um i like i said i just can't i just can't make up my mind in my head what to think about this if you're are a huge formula one fan if you're a huge formula one collector please comment right now and just let me know your thoughts because i am a little bit baffled by how this is working or why 2021 tops would be like super desirable right now going into the 2022 season i know people just want new formula one product because no like barely anyone can afford a two thousand dollar hobby box of tops chrome formula one from the first release in 2020 um but that's just my thoughts please let me know what your thoughts are too because i really do want to hear them we're back with our Flip Quest 2022 update here through the PWCC weekly auctions. And like I say every episode, we are partners with PWCC, but I truly do believe in the platform, what they're doing on both the buying and the selling side, helping buyers, helping sellers. It's a great time. Every Sunday night we go live at 9.45 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube to live bid on the auction. And if you did, did watch last episode, you would have seen that we won a few cards here. So the first card we won was this Rainier a PSA 10 uh, Sepia Refractor. But we gave it away, and the winner did not claim it or email me, uh, info at slabsocks.com. So if we do not receive an email from them before next Sunday's stream, we will re-give this away. Um, and then for Nate's PC, we grabbed this Josh Jackson Cracked ice Auto of 23, 8.5. Uh, of course, Kansas Jayhawk. Nate's a massive Jayhawks fan for $19.20. Uh, we did get this Brett Favre. This is the X-Fractor, numbered out 110 PSA 8. I think a really good deal of 252. There's none graded higher. It's a super cool card. Um, this is the main card from the set. There's like weekly roundup inserts, uh, but this is the main set, uh, which is really awesome to see. And then this was our biggest card we've got yet, uh, in the weekly auction. This was a PSA nine Kaboom Mbappe, um, from 2018, the Panini Kaboom rewards packs. Some consider it a rookie. Others don't. Um, it really depends on what you think, but it is his first Kaboom card. However you chop it up. And we got that for $3,960. So this particular card, the last sales before the one we bought was like 4500 So felt really good about the price, felt really good about where Mbappe's market was at, the soccer market in general. And of course, yesterday, now this would be Tuesday, um, Mbappe scored the game-winning goal with a minute left in uh, stoppage time against Real Madrid at home to at least give them the, the advantage going into uh, the next leg at Real uh, 1-0. So that was a really big win for PSG and a really big win for us. I'm really pumped to get that card into our FlipQuest 2022. So uh, that is what we got on the buying side. As for the selling side, I'm just going to show you all really quick our collection that I created on CardLadder Pro. This is called the FlipQuest 2022. We added all the different cards we bought um, into this and tracks the values over time and how they change. But Jason Tatum, this PSA 8 RPA out of Opulence, we committed this to auction uh, through the weekly auction. And we will see when that one gets listed and sold. But the Celtics—they've won nine straight games now, so I thought it was a good time to sell that. Same with the Jalen Brown—he's been playing pretty well, so we committed that one to auction as well. As was as with the Steven Stamkos, because he's also been playing well. The PSA nine recently sold for seven hundred fifty-five, so figure commit the SGC nine and see what happens. Uh, sent the Towns to auction, the other Towns Revolution uh, Galactic to auction. But we did send this Cole PSA ten. Uh, SP Authentic, rookie to auction, the one I accidentally bought. Well, didn't accidentally. I bought for $12. He so just plays a bunch of bids on hockey cards. Uh, end up getting it, but he's he's not good. So we're just going to send that one to auction. But that's our update on the selling side. And now for the auction that's going to be ending this Sunday, February 20th. I will actually be in London live streaming uh, the bidding of this with Nate. It's going to be like 2 a.m. my time or something. I'm going to be really tired, but I'm going to do my best. And uh, there's some really big cards ending this uh, in this weekly auction number five. And this Mbappe PSA ten here is the same card we bought, but we have the PSA nine. Sorry, forty eight hundred. Hopefully, that one goes over ten k. Uh, but the one that I'm really gonna be watching in this one, I probably already scrolled past it, but I'll circle back. There's some really insane cards in this week's auction. Uh, it is gonna be this 2017 Prism Black Auto one of one of Giannis. I mean, I love Giannis. Giannis he's dropped fifty points against the Pacers. Absolutely unbelievable game on eighty one percent shooting. The fourth fewest amount of shots to get to fifty points is on twenty one shots. But this certain card, it looks like an on-card auto. It is a sticker auto, but um, it's currently at $1,825. i am just really intrigued to see how much a one-of-one prison black Yon's auto goes for when it's not really his rookie card. Um, But the interesting thing about this is that this card has his full Greek autograph on it. That hasn't been seen for a long time. They probably had a sticker from rookie season that they put on this. Uh, He really doesn't sign like that anymore at all. So I'm very intrigued to see how it sells. I think it'll do very well an auction through here as is a one of one with the really cool Greek autograph. If you do want to come and watch our live stream this Sunday night, 945 PM Eastern time, it is the same place you're watching us on YouTube. So please come and check it out. We have a ton of people coming and engage each, uh, each different weekly auction. It's a super fun time. We also give away at least a card every single stream. So come and try and win a card. Uh, It's a, it's a good, sometimes a good card. A lot of times try to give someone something that can maybe grow in the future. Um, and also, if you do want to place a bid in this weekly auction, make sure that you place all your bids by 10 p.m. Eastern time, the night that the auction closes, because you have to have all your qualifying bids in by that point to qualify for extended bidding, which we will be live streaming. So that's all we got for this week's FlipQuest 2022. Now let's recap a couple of cards that are who's hot who's not. For who's hot this week, we have Jason Tam. This is his 2017 Select Silver Rookie PSA 10, currently valued at $810.00. Uh, and over the last three months, it's plus 29% here on the chart, up $183. Uh, this card is trending for an obvious reason. The Celtics have won nine straight games, they have positioned themselves well into the Eastern Conference playoffs at this point. They were chilling in that playing game uh, tournament to get, you know, get the seventh or eighth seed, but now they are up in the, I want to say, Let me just check to make sure I don't say something wrong. They are in the sixth seed, but they're a game and a half ahead of the seventh seed right now. And they are also only a game and a half out of the four seed. So they're doing very well. Last night they beat this, well, last night on Wednesday. So on Tuesday, they beat the Sixers by 48 points. I know there's no Harden there yet. They just lost Seth Curry and Andre Drummond in in the trade for Harden. So they weren't playing either. But to lose by 48 points, that is just absolutely crazy. And as for Tatum, he had 28 points in that game. Uh, so he did very well, and that was a plus 34 he had on the box score, which is crazy. Um, this card, right now, what do you do? Do you buy it? Do you sell it? I don't know. I don't want to answer that question for you, especially because we have a Jason Tatum card coming up in our uh, weekly auction PWCC. But in my mind, I would speak from experience is that we are selling that Tatum Opulence RPA because I do think that he's gained some value over the last three months, as you can see here. And it's probably a good time to cash in a little bit on the hype. Um, what, can the Celtics make a name for themselves in the playoffs uh, they're playing the best defense in the NBA right now so if they keep doing that maybe uh, but the East is getting pre- pretty loaded between the Bucks the Nets the Sixers and the Heat and I just don't see them making it past any of those four teams so I'm selling Tatum for that reason but Tatum long term uh, he seems to be a star already obviously and on the way to the superstar um, it just depends on what that Celtics team does and we just don't really know yet so we'll find out but let's move on to the who's not This might not be surprising to you, but our who's not is Jimmy Garoppolo, and it is his 2014 Topps Chrome Refractor BGS9. Now, this card last sold for $7.50 on February 12th. If you look at the chart, that's a 74% drop in the last month. It's around $30 in January 21st to 23rd, and now we are looking at $7.50. That is quite the drop. You know, 49ers eliminated from the playoffs. What's there to say? He didn't look great. He didn't even look good against the Packers. They am up sneaking away with the W in that game. He's probably not going to be there next season. Not really sure why anyone would be buying Jimmy Garoppolo right now. So uh, not really surprising. And there's not much to say at all about this other than, uh, I guess, if you bought Jimmy Garoppolo in January, you're probably not looking too good right now. But there's always another player to look for. So keep your eyes peeled and there's opportunities everywhere.
1: What is up, everybody? It's Zach from Matt Premier Soccer Investing coming at you with you at another Slap Sox FC YouTube video. Let's get into it. So obviously, a big week for the Champions League this week. The First game we're going to be discussing is uh Bayern Mina versus RB Salzburg. So this is a surprising result at Salzburg, finished in a one-one draw. Adamu scoring for Salzburg and Kingsley Coleman scoring in the 90th minute to salvage a draw for Bayern. But the big story to come out of this game was the performance of Brendan Aronson. He created the most uh chances on the pitch with five. The youngest, he's the youngest player to create five chances in a UCL knockout match since the 20-year-old Leo Messi did it against uh, Celtic in 2008. They call him the Medford Messi. I mean, what a performance for Brendan Ayrton today. Super dangerous throughout. He's really looking like he's going to be a star for the U.S. men's national team in the future. Moving on to Liverpool-Inter. This game was at the San Siro, and Liverpool, behind two late goals, was able to dispatch Inter 2-0 and are one foot in the door into the knock around. even though we have to remember there are no away goal rules this year. Goals home, in a way, are both weighted the same now in the Champions League. But still, massive result for Liverpool as they seek to progress to the next round of the Champions League. And then moving on to the days prior games, Man City smashed boarding 5-0. Bernardo Silva, magnificent in this one, scoring multiple goals. Mahrez, Foden, and Sterling also getting on the score sheet. City, as expected, is through to the next round. And then the game of the week and the performance of the week happened in the PSG-Real Madrid game. Mbappe was absolutely dominant throughout. He was doing whatever he wanted against the Real Madrid defense, creating chances all over the pitch, becoming the focal point of the attack, drew the penalty that Messi ended up missing, and then in what almost was one of the last kicks of the game, scored an absolute stunner of a goal, dribbling through multiple Real Madrid players before slotting it through between Courtois' legs to win it for PSG at in Paris, which was a massive result for them, and one they desperately needed to get past Madrid and on to the next round. And the market is already starting to respond to this performance from Mbappe. So you can see according to this data from Card Ladder. So before this get, match he had his top scrum champions league, 2017 top scrum champions league PSA 9 was doing 106.50 and then the today it's just Wednesday the day after this game it's sold for $195 that's a 33% increase in one day and after watching that performance it's easy to see why mbappe really placed a firm grasp on the mantle of being called the best player in the world at the moment with that performance and frankly i think he is he's he was just magnificent is this a preview for madridistas what they're going to see Uh, in their colors moving forward from Mbappe, we'll see. But PSG, the project has been to win the Champions League. So this was absolutely massive for them as they seek to do that. Then moving on to next week's slate of games. First, we have Chelsea versus Leal. And the player I'd like to highlight in this matchup is Mason Mount, Aaron's boy. So we're going to be looking at his 2019 Topps Chrome Sapphire, yellow, PSA 10. This card is numbered out of 99. And as you can see, there's not many graded one eight, four nines, and 25 tens. And so it's a low pop card, which means sales are few and far between. But the sales that have happened this season, as you can see, started in September at $1,400. Mounts had a, had a good season. Goals and assist numbers have been pretty good, but he's dealt with injuries, dealt with little lapses in form here and there throughout the season. And he hasn't been the force he was last season. Those, there have been signs of him picking it up recently. Uh, this card has dipped from $1,400 to $698. And a key for Mount to gain back some of this lost value is big performances for Chelsea as they look to move deeper and deeper into the Champions League. And Chelsea obviously going to be favored against Leo. And a lot of that is due to Mount's play. He also has England in the World Cup at the end of the season too. So a lot of room for Mason Mount to grow. And he's in a bit of a dip at the moment compared to where his prices were six months ago. So if you believe in Mount, I'd hold or buy right now because there could be opportunities in the near future. Next game we're going to be looking at is Juventus versus Villarreal. And the player I'd like to highlight in this one is Weston McKenney. he's been absolutely undroppable for Juventus the last probably three or four months and been in the form of his career. And today we're going to be looking at his 2018 Donruss uh, press-proof red PSA 10. And again, this is a card with not a huge uh, pop report for how popular of a player he is, how big he is for the U.S. men's national team, which is a huge driver of the market, as we all know. Uh one, 6 one, seven, Pretty. This card is a pretty easy grade, though, with 48 nines and 115 tens. So if you are to invest in this card, a 10 is probably the way to go to how easy of a grade it is. This card is up a a very large amount since uh, September of this season. Went from $85.50 with McKinney's amazing play on the field so far this season up to $150. That's a 75% increase, and the reasons for that are clear. McKenny has added a lot more to his game this season. He's been growing in his uh, technical ability since he moved to Italy and playing with Juventus but this year's game has really taken leaps and bounds. He's not just a a physical force anymore. He can, he's really good with the ball. He has the foot skills. He's getting that passing ability too. And the end product is there with his later rivals crashing into the Juventus box as well. Can't be denied his charisma and importance and fan favorite status for both Juventus and the U.S. Mitch national team are key drivers of his growth of his card market and his value overall. And again, he's someone with a lot of room to grow. If Juventus can make get past VRL, make a run into the quarter semifinals, the U.S. knock on wood will be playing in the World Cup at the end of the season or in, at the end of 2022, excuse me, and McKenney will be a huge, huge part of that, obviously. And big performances for the U.S. in a World Cup. Watch out for his market. Moving on, we have what might be the most exciting of the, the draws for uh, next week's slate of Champions League games. Benfica versus Ajax. Both these teams love to get forward. Both these teams love to attack. And... It's looking like Ajax is going to be the team that will be able to get through against Benfica. And if they do so, behind this man, Anthony, is he the next great Brazilian winger to come out of Ajax? Could be. And his market is up. His performance has been very good this season. And his market is up. And we know this. While he does not have many cards graded and he has not many cards sold, we can look at we can compare two of his cards. Here we have the 2020-21 Topps Chrome Champions League Blue Refractor numbered out of 150 PSA 9. This card sold in August for $52. And then today, his uh, just silver regular refractor non-numbered PSA 9 sold for $48, which is basically the same price, which means if a refractor PSA 9 is uh, selling for the same price as a colored number version PSA 9, that means the colored number version PSA 9 is worth significantly more than that $50. And if Ajax are to make one of their storied runs again, they're going to need Anthony to be beating players off the dribble, scoring goals, creating chances, and that's what he's best at. And watch out with him in Brazil this World Cup too. He could be one of the breakout stars of that tournament. And if he is, people buy Anthony cards in August. will be sitting very pretty. And then the last game and the biggest matchup name-wise in, the, in this round of the Champions League is Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United. Uh, Ronaldo finally breaking his goal drop for United, but that's not what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes obviously took the Premier League by storm last season, was one of the best players in the league. Goals, assists. He was the key key creative force for United. His numbers have dipped this season. They're still decent, but they're not reaching the heights they did in the season prior, and his card prices have reflected that. And today we can see this in his 2017 Top Scrum Champions League PSA 10. Though, again, some of this drop in prices could be caused by the backlog of PSA cards that have been flooding, not flooding, but entering the market in significant numbers recently with nine, 102 PSA nines and 151 PSA tens. However, this card was at $175 at the start of the season. It's dropped all the way down to $35. That's an 80% decrease over the course of the season, but there's room for, there's reason for hope for Bruno, Bruno Fernandez investors. If United could get through Atletico, which is a big if, they'll be playing deep into the Champions League. And Portugal still has a shot to make the World Cup. They do need to defeat Italy. And if they make the World Cup, Fernandes is obviously one of the key players for them. That will be a catalyst to any success that they have. So if you believe in United and you believe in Portugal, Fernandes is decent value right now with how much his cards is dipped.
0: That's going to do it for this week. Thanks for watching. Thank you so much for watching the Weekly Slab number 11. I really appreciate you all tuning in. I know that there's no Nate this week, but look out for him to rejoin next week on the show. Uh, we talked about a lot of different things, some new releases, the Super Bowl fallout, uh, what, who's how, who's not, and uh, also some soccer action. So I really do appreciate you all joining, and I will see you all next week.